It's Tuesday, 8th of November, and it's time to get your grin on with the Grincast, your fortnightly podcast about gaming. I'm your host Ace, and joining me are Artura. Hello, everyone. Goes and goes. Hello. Niall. Hello. Pej. Hello. And Spooky. Hello there. We've got a lot of people here, so it's going to be an extra long pod. No, it's probably going to be normal length. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you can interrupt me? Ugh. We are going to have an extra long couple of podcasts coming up soon, though, because it's almost December, and that means the Game of the Year podcasts. Well, we'll be recording them in like a month's time, but they won't be going out until like Christmas. So maybe just forget I said that. Anyway, let's talk about what have we been playing this past week. Um... Goes goes, take us away. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> I've been playing uh, Alt of Destiny two. I got into that, but more importantly, I got a game, an indie game that just came out called Endoparasitic. That's a mouthful. I am so not That's interested in looking at what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I like how everyone had something to say about. Should <laughs> we go to the okay. doctor for that, goes? <laughs> oh no, this looks horrible. Tell us about it, girls, please. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, I first actually heard about uh, about this game through a dev blog, which didn't even have the title. It was just something like it, it was on YouTube. YouTube video titled "I Made a Survival Horror Game Where You Have No Arms or Legs" or something like that. <laughs> but I, like, I like it. <laughs> so yeah, the game is a top-down survival horror. It has very minimalistic graphics, and yeah, your character is a man who gets his legs and one arm ripped off at the start of the game, and all controls are done through your mouse. So, like, to move yourself around, you need to... You control your arm with your mouse cursor, and you need to drag yourself around. Uh, You find weapons, and to use them, you need to click on your body where the weapon is stored to equip it. You you shoot it normally. To reload the weapon, you need to open your inventory and manually insert the bullets in, and... After after you shoot, you need to take the empty shells out and replace them. Stuff like that. And the game lasts 30 seconds before you bleed to death. <laughs> I also do the same. He also seems to inject himself with something to, to keep away the bug. Yeah, you have a... The, the main character has a parasite inside of him that slowly crawls towards his heart and you basically need to find syringes and you need to inject the parasite to keep it keep it away from your heart. Yeah, the parasite also works as your health. So if you take damage, it gets closer to your heart. So it's the same thing. Uh, I didn't get very far into the game yet, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Like it's all built around that mechanic of controlling your hand with your mouse. Certainly unique. Yeah. That was an odd one. <laughs> no kidding. Honestly, yeah. 
you can't convince me that that isn't John Wick. Oh my Just being what? angry about the dog still. John Wick for like almost dead. But like you know what? It looks pretty cool, honestly. Uh, what little you've gone to play, have you liked it? Yes, so far it's 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 really good. I think the main character is fully voiced, so it doesn't feel like feels like everything is intentional. It doesn't feel like the author, which seems to be only one person, like suffered from not having some resources available. Like he managed to get his game sounded and voice acted. So it certainly doesn't feel like the game. I don't know. Looks like look looks the way it looks. The the art style because of limitations. It feels all like by design. And I mean, if it's built around controlling your arm, then yeah, it makes total sense to be top down thing. Honestly, yeah, and I really like that the minimalist graphics are there because it makes it way less gory. So I think first of all, more accessible. And, you know, more, it stands out quite a bit with the, like, shadowy graphics. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you, I actually kind of, like, I actually kind of want the game. Same. <laughs> I didn't expect that after okay. hearing the name. I was Neither. like, yikes, but now here we are. Well, uh, Niall, what have uh, you been playing? Fortunately, I just got the boring answer. I've just played a load of Call of Duty since it came out. That's, that's basically it, to be honest with you. Have you finished yeah. the campaign? Yeah, because I, I pre-ordered it. I got it a week early. So I ended up doing the campaign. I, I managed to do the campaign pretty much right before online came out. And then the odd few times I managed to actually get my PC, I, I pretty much just played that with my friend. So it, it's been fun. <laughs> sure. Well, I'm glad to hear that, you know, Call of Duty is still interesting. Yeah, Call, Call of Duty uh, 1000. Yeah, yeah, it's still good. <laughs> Honestly, that's good. I'm glad for that. To be fair, I haven't played it. Um, I haven't kept up with it for probably about 10 years, and this is the first one I've had in that time. And uh, Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I played it a lot when I was in high school and then didn't really bother after that, but then one of my friends was hassling me to get back into it, so I decided this year I'd buy it, and yeah, it was pretty good. It's definitely my thing, so it worked out right. I used to like getting the Call of Duty games just to like play the campaign because they're kind of fun but as regional pricing started getting more expensive and i started becoming a little smarter when it comes to not spending a lot of money i was like you know what maybe it isn't worth it to pay this much for like a two second campaign yeah that's that's the problem that if if, if you buy them just for the campaign you look at the price and you think definitely ain't worth it that's the <laughs> that is the problem you have to get your you have to play a bit online really to make it worth it but if that's not your thing then yeah it didn't worth parting with the cash for it yeah, honestly, it's just that I, I have horrible aim. Like, whenever it comes to shooting games, I used to play a lot of the Tomb Raider um, PvP mode. Mostly because I wanted all the achievements, admittedly. I got kind of good until, um, since one of the, like, like, there's only like 10 people playing it at this point. I ended up getting stuck with this person that was just, like, really good. And, like, yeah. I got stuck with you. <laughs> 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 They were loving it. They were like, "Oh, this is well easy." No, honestly. <laughs> and whenever they were in my team, I'd just stand behind them and I'd be like, "You do everything. <laughs> Get me the yeah. win." <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I like Call of Duty, but I'm definitely, definitely not good at it. <laughs> I just found it. I found it fun. Like, um, uh, you got people on there that are ridiculous. They, they've played every Call of Duty since it started. You can just tell they're just nutcases and. <laughs> 
<laughs> I normally just block them so I don't have to be in another game with them because the algorithm tends oh to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what a fantastic idea! I don't have to get to high rank in the game now. Oh, there's so many top rankers in the game at the moment. It's just it's disgusting to be honest with you. I'm like, why why am I being paired with these psychos? I can't compete with them. But yeah, you know. but, but the game's been out a week, and you already see people who have got gold camo on all of the guns it's, and mate it's yeah it's ridiculous you so because you can't prestige just yet which is where right. you basically reset your level but that's just means everyone is now just top level like every game i'm in it's just full of top level players and then all the people on my team are at level two and level three and they've mm. done what they're doing i'm like oh for god's sake what is the pairing in this game well apart from that it's been fun you know <laughs> you know i'm really really enjoying it because it's it's so like, it, I, 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 w- I always wish I liked those franchises. Same. I've spoken about this in the podcast before, but I really, I hate it when I hate a game because it just feels like I'm missing out when people like it and I'm just here being like, yeah, the Witcher 3 was not that good. Yeah, so I really wish I just enjoyed Call of Duty and just played it yearly, but no, yeah. here I am. I played the obscure game and the parasitic with only one arm that only gets one entry. <laughs> See, but you're good at things like uh, like Dark Souls sort of stuff, aren't you? Which I've noticed, whereas I'm horrendous. I give up way too quick. I like COD because it's a bit mind-numbing. It's just it's just something you just chill and just play. Whereas like, I played, try to play Sekiro. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't even know what. I, I, that day, I was well full of myself. It was not happening. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I really like the Souls-like games, but unfortunately, they're not that, like... And not to humble brag here, but I don't find humble souls like that difficult. So the few ones that were difficult, and after spending an obscene amount of Dark Souls hours at like the freaking 100 hour mark here, and Sekiro 100 hours as well, I've just gotten to the point in which any other souls like doesn't feel like a souls like, but souls light. So then I was like, so yeah. I, 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 I've overtrained it too much, and now I need to like go take a break, go play some Mario until I lose all my skills. And she's gone to the point in which she stacks like challenges to herself. Did you try playing with a steering wheel? You know Call what? a shooter, your Dark Souls. <laughs> Both. <laughs> At the same time. I, I like can't play Call of Duty with a controller. There's no way I'm going to try to do with a steering wheel. Oh, I wanted to ask <laughs> if you were a PC gamer or a... Well, not gamer, but like yeah. if you played it on PC or... Yeah, I play most of everything on PC these days, but I can't be bothered learning how to use a keyboard and mouse, to be honest with you. So I'd just play, play everything with a controller. <laughs> I found out recently with a member of staff in GameGrain. Um, yes, I am a writer for GameGrain.com. Thank you very much. Anyway. <laughs> Check out my article. <laughs> we were talking about how she was playing this game. It's a um, twin-stick shooter. And whenever I play a twin-stick shooter... Unless I'm playing in mouse, I am feasibly incapable of doing anything. So when she told, like, I assumed this was just normal for everyone. I was like, it makes sense. The mouse is more, you can move the mouse easier. Meanwhile, I'll miss foes by, like, an inch when I'm shooting with the controller. And she was like, oh, no, I'm not playing in mouse. I'm playing on controller. That's when I found out that people that play for extended periods of times, she said she's been playing for 30, 30 years for with mouse and, and with control, she just can't use mouse and keyboard. So I, I like. I'm just too bound to learn, to be honest. Yeah, like 
I, I, I'm incapable of playing. I used to play Left 4 Dead with my wife like 10 years ago or more. Oh, way more. Um, we used to play on, on the Xbox. And I mean, I wouldn't say we were the greatest, but we did play well. And then eventually we moved to mouse and keyboard. And somewhere along the way, the just controls in general became unfeasible. If I play anything on control, it, it's just an absolute wreck for me. The only exception is platformers. But I, I still stand by the fact that platformers is a sin to play them on mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I mean, my, my is definitely better for aiming for shooters. I mean, yeah. I, I acknowledge that it's definitely a superior thing. It's just the effort of learning to do it. Oh, oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> well, so, Pez, what have you been playing? <laughs> um, I've actually been playing some Call of Duty as well because I hate myself. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll be I'll be honest. I hate Call of Duty, but I play it every well not every year. I, I didn't buy, I only buy the Modern Warfare games, and because all my friends play it. But um, yeah, it's just basically War Crime Simulator 2022, basically. But the main thing I've actually been enjoying is Witcher 3, which I'm playing for the first time, and I know I'm really late to the party, but wow, what a game! I just I've got about. 20 hours in it so far and i think 15 of those are just playing gwent just sitting in that tub and playing gwent over and over and over it's, it's how many times did your sword break oh my god i hate i hate that i hate i, I really am not a fan of uh, weapon degradation in video games um and um but i'm making enough money in the game now that i can go get my stuff uh, repaired yeah I, I tried the standalone gwent game and i'm not a fan of it because they change up the the kind of the dynamic of the game a little bit it doesn't have like the three tier battle system it's got the two tiers and then they've got every card has got like an extra kind of activation thing that it does it just it's just they overcomplicate it for the sake of making it a battle card like card deck builder game i prefer it's really that... i was so excited to send it to you and be like look you can play it not a witcher <laughs> yeah no, I, tr- I tried it i tried it but i prefer i prefer the witcher 3 version of gwent which might get me in a lot of trouble with people but it's it's the best one. You know what they should do? I just I just thought of it, and it's genius. When your sword breaks in Witcher Three, it should be like a mobile game where you where where they give you an option to watch an ad to get something. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would That's not play. Encourage. But but instead of watching an ad, you play Gwent to repair your oh sword. God. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'll I do that. Yeah, I'll play Gwen to repair my sword if I could. Hey, what about so, Gwen do you like? What about it? Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a fun little card game. I just like the cool little strategies you can do. I had a bit of t- a bit of a tough time with it at first, but then I realized you basically have to intentionally lose the first round to make sure you have really good cards in the second and third round. And uh, it becomes easy after that. So you cheat. That's my kind of game. <laughs> it's, not, it's not cheating. It's, it's tactics. It's a strategy. You try and you get you play like one card, so the other player burns like two or three of their cards, and then you just throw the round, and then they have like three cards, two or three cards less than you in the following two rounds, because you can't draw new cards in the following rounds unless you have a specific special ability to do so. It's my strategy to go to game facts, find cheats, and type them in. <laughs> mm, mm, I see. I see. So, so no, the I... multiplayer version of Gwent is both players trying to lose. Oh my god! That's <laughs> I hope so. I think it's different on the on the multiplayer version because you actually do draw cards on the multiplayer version, as opposed to the Witcher three version where you 
draw 10 cards at the start and you don't draw more. See, that's disappointing. Yep. Uh, if you if you like the card game, have you ever tried uh, Legends of Runeterra? That's the League of Legends card battle, right? Yep. Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, well, go do that after the podcast, okay? Uh... Does anyone really like card games, though? Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I love them! <laughs> it depends. If they're PvP, I can't... This is, a, this is a commonality with me. If they're PvP, I can't stand the game. But with everything. <laughs> but everything else, it's like single-player shooters, yes. Single-player card games, awesome. <laughs> like Slay the Spire and stuff like that, I love that. Yes, they're so fun, but then you put the PvP aspect and then there's people losing on purpose and I don't understand why. Just so they can win in the second and third round. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, I've noticed they get shoved in a lot of games now. I mean, like the latest WWE game had a freaking card game in it. I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> they just start wedging them in everywhere. Since Gwent, I've noticed every game has started to try and wedge a card game in it for some reason. It's got a bit prince hard. money. A prince money. <laughs> well, yeah, especially when uh, the they let you buy cards with real money to improve your deck, yeah. That's that's the thing with PvP card battle games. They're really fun for like the first two or three games where you get evenly matched, and then you get matched against someone who's like spent win. Yeah, they spend like three grand on cards and they've got the most meta deck that beats you in three moves. Like that was the issue I had with Hearthstone, which I played for a little bit when I first uh, got into it. Okay, and... but to be fair, it's Hearthstone and, and, and Blizzard sucks. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> so, Spooky, what have you been playing? I've been, I've been playing like 10 games and finished none of them. <laughs> and I'm driving my wife insane. Okay, but it, I have a good reason. I've tried this new oil, this coconut oil, because this lady told me to use it um, to strengthen my nails because I don't have a lot of, like I had a vitamin issue. And using the coconut oil, well, researching about it before I used it because I'm a very anxious person, I found out that it has anti-inflammatory properties. So I used it on my hands. And for the first time in an entire year, I've been able to play on control. Nice. So I've been just literally jumping from, from game to game, just kind of like devouring the control again. Okay. When you say coconut oil, I misheard it as Pokemon oil, and I was trying to figure out what Pokemon oil is. <laughs> you grind <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> Foiled apart. Yeah, it's, it's like Pokemon oil, but it's like Pokemon oil. Yeah. That's already pre-oiled for you. <laughs> it, it can be anything, to be honest. Just as a lube. Is there is there any of the ten games that in particular that fun story about? Or? Hmm. Let me... I have a fun story about her Hades experience what? or lack thereof. You know, like so we found Hades a year ago, and uh, obviously I've been uh, before everyone gets disappointed because I'm going last. I haven't been playing anything anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> because my wife and I have real codependency issues, so. If she's playing, I'm watching her play. And if she's playing and we only have one computer, so I'm like, you just go play because I really like watching people play. So, um, Yeah, she literally watches like <laughs> people play on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so it's, it's, she started playing Hades for a long time, I think. Like, I watched her play for like 30 hours. And 
we started, she started playing it and it, it looked really fun. So I decided I was going to play myself too a little bit. And I ended up beating Hades before she did. And a year ago, you, by the way. Yeah. And we, we like, I've 100% of the game. I finished the game. I got through everything, like, 100. And she just decided to give up after beating Hades for the third time out of, like, 10 times. And she was like, I'll just come back to this, you know, in a couple of months or in a couple of days. I just want to go take a break. Fast forward a year later, she's, she, she stopped playing. She completely forgot that, you know, there's a lot of, like, a lot of things, even basic things she's forgotten and now after almost beating Hades once she's like yeah I'm satiated oh my god okay <laughs> you're not giving the reasons why and I'm feeling like you're scheming <laughs> look if you've already be- beat him thrice you know you can what's the point of continuing you don't know the ending of the game and you can't convince me otherwise. I don't care I don't even remember the basics <laughs> of the game, let alone am I like I remember the story. <laughs> you don't need to finish games to enjoy your time playing games. Do you see? But the Hades, the kind of point is, like, once you've finish, once you beaten the run the first time, the game opens up and becomes a completely new experience, and you unlock more stuff and get more experiences and stuff like that, so you... It's not, it's not just completing it, it's just... It's yeah. actually harder. And also, also, I'll have you know, yes, you don't have to finish games to enjoy them, but as a viewer, she hasn't <laughs> finished the game since basically 2017. Shut up, you didn't watch me play the first time, because you were already obsessed with Game Break. <laughs> I did watch you play the first time, actually. You barely watched me play. Because you went to play yourself. <laughs> because it looked fun. <laughs> and I finished first so I could go back to watching you. Yeah, it's not that you're obsessive or anything. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You know what? Just... We don't wash our clo- dirty clothes. <laughs> I really needed to complain about her not being competent at finishing games. So I hate you. <laughs> so, Atara, there's nothing you want to talk about about your gaming? <laughs> <laughs> what gaming? <laughs> I know exactly what. I, well, actually, she's been trying to finish games one hundred percent. She's obsessed with them. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Lately, it's just and I've had people like tell. I, I've seen people with like eighty percent average completion rate, and I'm, I'm I really like completing things, and I, I used to take pride on completing things, but I have a thirty four percent average completion rate. So insane, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have like a minus five. <laughs> it's like I have like a deep, re- a deep re- rooted depression that it's only at thirty four percent, and there's people with like one hundred perfect games, and here I am at twenty seven, and it's like, oh, can I even call myself a gamer at this point? Well, a completionist. I I don't like keeping gaming unless people don't finish games. But, <laughs> so you can't I think... call yourself a gamer unless you've played a video game. <laughs> That's it. A character. <laughs> So I did finish, um, what's the name, uh, a short hike yesterday in three hours because I've already watched my wife play it, so I knew where to get everything. And then that kind of like satiated a little bit of the dying hunger. But otherwise, I really have just been sitting down and watching my wife play games on, it and on end. I really like watching her play. And she used to be horrible. She wouldn't let me. She was like, no, you get bored. And I was like, how would you know? Just play. That's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> With me, I've been playing two games set in Japanese high schools where there's a mystery going on and dead bodies. Oh my god, is one of them uh, called... Dark Souls? 
When you get to school and you get in trouble, they say you too. Detention. Is it called detention? No, it's called Lost Judgment, and the other one is Danganronpa V3. Oh, Okay, wait a second. Wait, yeah, Lost Judgment, I, I'm pretty sure it's not entirely about it. Like, what? Well, the, the 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 main story is that Yagami is um is asked to go to Ishinjo f- to um investigate a bullying case. This this uh, high school bullying case. <laughs> and before we go on, imagine Yagami and how do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> <laughs> and then. But there's a dead body, so he, he gets involved in that case as well because it's kind of related to the bullying case. And and to be fair, there is a bit of hey kids, how uh, fellow kids, because he, he's given a skateboard really early on, and he has to infiltrate the skateboarding gang of kids. Like point blank. <laughs> I, honestly, I had seen that game around, and I never thought about that. What a what a weird story. He's like mid forties. He's skateboarding with these teenagers. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Can I ask why you're playing two games that are set in high school in Japan? Is that is there a reason why there's two? No, it's, it's just so happened that well, I bought uh, Lost Judgment and Judgment uh, as a two pack some time ago, and so I, I started playing Lost Judgment. But in between that and uh, hard space shipbreaker on the xbox uh i've, I've been playing through the danganronpa uh, series so i've hit the third game and i was i was playing um lost judgment and i said to my wife hang on this game also takes place in a high school and there's dead bodies and there's a mystery <laughs> that's very <such> similar <laughs> i love that though Oh, and there's robots. <laughs> I think that's just like very, I mean, not to be offensive, but like Japanese commercial. <laughs> we found the racist to this podcast. I'm not racist. <laughs> Those commercials are weird. I did also do the um, the opening for uh, Persona 5 Royal this past week as well. So technically three Japanese high school games. <laughs> oh my god. That's gonna become a genre. <laughs> you, you gotta play Yandere. Oh god, I know I played that years ago and and I doubt it's improved. Years ago, he's he's at least updated it once since then. <laughs> Did you finish it? Yeah, I was about to ask you finish games. <laughs> no, I, I play them until I reach the end of the story and then I might dip back in to do some easy achievements like, oh, you have to unlock 15 skills, and I've only unlocked 14 skills, so I'll go and yeah, unlock another skill. Style. Just do the campaign and worry about the rest later. I get to worry about the campaign when my attention span. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I don't want another word from you anymore. Speaking of achievements, I realised yesterday that the only game I've perfected on Steam is Leaf Blower Simulator. And I've I've played a lot of video games on Steam, and I've enjoyed a lot of them. But yeah, Leaf Blow Blower Simulator is the one that I've perfected, which is not even a that great of a game. You just blow leaves. But I've got oh I've got eight hundred and seventy one hours in it. <laughs> oh, no. That must be you've never played a Telltale game because 
you hundred percent those just for finishing the campaign. Oh no, I I played uh, Walking Dead season one and uh, I got halfway through season two and uh, stopped playing. Why? I don't know. I haven't touched it in like eight years. Okay, well, uh, you're treading really dangerous ground with my wife here. Just letting you know. The podcast ends. You go and finish it. Okay, choose one. Either the <laughs> I've got Wolf Among Us installed. I've been meaning to play that, so I'll probably just go and play that. Oh, that's a good one. <sighs> the Wongus Among Us. <laughs> that one I, I tried. I played for a little while and I dropped it. Mm, like me with Walking Dead. Yep. And so now we're in enemies, you know. Gasp! That's oh my god. Yes, you would with us with dropping games before the ending. <laughs> what Wolf Among Us is like the best Telltale game. Yeah, that's what I hear. That might be because I'd recently finished reading through the comic it's based on. <laughs> I didn't yeah, even know. And does it do like justice to the comics? Oh yeah. It's it's set before the events of the comics, so so it doesn't. I don't think it spoils anything. Making season two. Yeah, that's what bothered me. It, it literally ends on like a oh, this story is going to be continued because the last thing you click on, you choose option A or option B. You click on one of them, it says so and so will remember that, and then the credits. It's like oh <laughs> no, spoilers. Now I know the game ends. Oh my god. Well, you'll remember it for sure. Yeah, I will. Haunt my dreams. I'll tell you what, though, I did play Life is Strange 1 all the way through, and I thought that was pretty great up until the ending. Honestly, we played it too, like, I guess, seven years ago when we were really young, and we really liked it. Then we played it, like, a year or two ago, and we we're like, what the hell is this? Now I've been trying to play it again, because you know what? I think you have to reach a certain maturity level to be able to, like, swallow teenagers again. Well, teenagers, don't swallow teenagers, please. <laughs> I haven't played this game, so that amount of context was weird for me. I don't think it's aged well, is the problem. <laughs> they've made the remastered version, which has slightly updated graphics and exactly the same gameplay. No way, how much does it cost? Um, Everything. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you guys like that type of game, have you tried the quarry? I don't like horror games, so no. Looks scary. Neither does Ease. Oh, but <laughs> he also doesn't scary. like quick time events. I promise. It's not that scary, so it is still a little scary. That's too much what? scary. For me. <laughs> I didn't get scared. Yeah, you did. No, you got control of Abigail instead okay. of safe place, and you were like, why me? But I Abigail so <laughs> wimpy. But they're going to have to play everyone. <laughs> okay, well, I have to go. <laughs> yeah, it's a little scary. <laughs> this is where Pej gives it a go and has a heart attack 30 seconds because <laughs> <laughs> his, his heart does a blue screen oh my god <laughs> I mean it, it might <laughs> I'm really bad with jump scares if something jump scares me I will have like a full on anxiety attack just like Ooh. hyperventilating in my chair rocking back and forth <laughs> covering <laughs> my eyes <laughs> well yeah. I promise there's not is there any jump scares I'm not sure actually <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure so you might die if there is one, probably worth the risk. <laughs> uh, you'll be fine, probably, maybe. Yeah, you maybe. All the jump scares from the fear. <laughs> I, for Halloween, I did not get to uh, get her to watch a scary movie with me. I know, I, I, I can't. I tried like three times. 
I watched uh, Beetlejuice for the first time on Halloween. That was fun. Oh, that's not a scary movie. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's not scary. It's great. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Does every topic circle around to health and sanity with you? Because it's all mind. <laughs> right, that about brings us to the end of our podcast. We just got through the games we've been playing. <laughs> we just started. Was there anything that anyone wanted to bring up before I end the podcast? How about that weather we've been having today? Yeah, there's wind. Kind of cold, but at the same time, not cold, you know? You all hear it's literally like hellfire heat and it's raining. <laughs> That's a little bit fresh here. Yeah, it's pretty fresh, isn't it? A little bit chilly, a little bit brisk. Yeah. I wish. That's why we had the fan on. <laughs> Right, so I got a so you two can survive. <laughs> right, thank you for joining me, Artura, Goz, Niall, Pej, and Spooky. Thank you so thank much you for having us. us. Hi. So thank you for listening to the Greencast, and but yeah, thank you for subscribing wherever you found this episode. You can find more from us on GameGrin.com, finding us on social media, or listening to the Pals Anime Lounge podcast. And until next time, game on.